You'll be fine. I mean, you've dated around, so... Wow! We're really going to throw that as the start of the, of the episode? I mean, you've dated around. Mm-hmm. You have. Wow. This is true. Okay. And um, it's because some of the most streamed episodes really? on the podcast, yeah, are the ones where we're both there. Oh. And I sometimes feel offended because people quote you more than they do me, I guess. I know. I only said that so you keep coming back know. to the podcast. I know, I know. Because I see them quote you more. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make myself feel better. Oh my gosh, we're back. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome to it. This is Adulting with Joy Spring and Aaron Atayga. Hi, how are you guys doing? It's fun to be back. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so here on the podcast, we discuss everything under the sun that has to deal with growing up. So, whether adulting rather, whether that's um, relationships, finding work, dealing with other life seasons yes right yes and uh last week i actually did an instagram q and a where i did a random questions from the instagram and now we're gonna do that again nice so we're picking out one topic for today because i feel like this is going to be a good discussion uh-huh. um, it's a question that i always get asked especially by young women and i know aaron will have a lot to share whoa lots of wisdom <laughs> from great experiences <laughs> Because that's all I really have. Just mm-hmm. more and more of those experiences. Yes. Why do you think are people so afraid of committing these days? Because, ah, oh, this is great. Okay, this is great. I love this. Okay. <laughs> I love how you're okay. so beaming. I know. Because this is something that I've I've done a lot of research on. Being that you I am... Research oh, yeah. This. Because I'm single. So I wanted to find out if I was like the only one to do it. And I honestly think that it is because of this phenomenon that is known as the Netflix phenomenon. What is the Netflix phenomenon? You ever have that uh, time where you're laying down in bed, it's been a long day, you might have a nice glass of wine, Mm -hmm. you turn on your Netflix and you're like, ooh, what are we going to watch today? Mm -hmm. And you spend the next hour and a half deciding which one it's going to be. Yeah, and then I just end up reading a book. Exactly. That is it, because... It's kind of like Netflix. People are treating dating like it's Netflix nowadays, where they mm. see something and they're like, uh, there might be something better. Or, uh, oh there might gosh, be something that's funnier. So good. Oh, oh my God, this, I might be looking for drama. I'm not looking for a comedy. Or I'm looking for uh, a documentary. Or, and until or, you get to the point where I've it's like, I've seen that before. Yeah. And then there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I saw that. But I want to watch it again because it seemed like it was fun. But then you don't. And then it's like an hour and a half later and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep. Shocks. That's so true. That is so true. That really is it. Is that what you're experiencing now, you think? Definitely. I have gotten to the point where it's like, I want to start like a 10 season series and binge it for the rest of my life. And, uh, and then I was just like... But no one else wants to watch the same series with <laughs> no, me. No, no. They just want to go from season to season. Yeah. Episode episode they're waiting parts. for the next Stranger Things. And ah, I'm, I'm ready to go through like all of How I Met Your Mother. That sucks. Yeah. So I think that that's the reason why there's more people that are single nowadays than ever. Yeah. There's more people that are in um, 
almost relationships than yeah. ever because almost relationships are the easiest ones to, to get away with because yeah. it's like, oh, today I don't feel like it. I'm just going to, you know, detach. Yeah. And I feel like also that's why when Wancho and I also got into the relationship, you know, it was such a big deal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, people were messaging us about it. People were writing news stories about it. And we'd always get the usual hate of, who cares? But then a lot of people care because I feel like that's what we want. We yeah. want a kind of relationship that where you get pursued, you're being pursued, you're both being pursued mm-hmm. by each other. And then you commit. Yes. And then people just wish now, okay, I hope it lasts yes. forever. Yes. But not a lot of people are willing to do that. No. Because before, there had to be two things. One was there had to be chemistry. And two, there had to be timing. Yeah. And timing was the hardest part. Now, it's even so much more difficult because time and the way that we look at time is so much shorter. <clears throat> and when you say that somebody came at the right time, it's already down to like the right week yeah. or the right day that I was thinking that I wanted to do that. Oh, it's so difficult. It really is. Dating life is so difficult these days. That's why your um, Ate, Joyce, and Queer are here to help you out. Yes. We asked you guys what you wanted to discuss, uh, what you wanted us to discuss on the podcast. And this question came from LianX.jpg. Oh, she nice. says, Any tips for picking the right one to date? Because as Aaron mentioned, there is this Netflix phenomenon where you just see a lot of people. Yes. You just meet a lot of people. And honestly, it's the Instagram thing. You yeah. know, because we see all of these incredibly good-looking, talented, rich people on Instagram and the highlights of their lives. You always feel like, I deserve that. Yes. I deserve someone like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that also. I mean, I feel like when you post something, even if you're having a good life, you always just tend to... I think I could have a better life. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So how how do you pick? Well, first and foremost, this is actually a good topic for the both of us because you met somebody that you were it was right for you to date. Yeah. And you got to the point, and I've met so many people that I I preparedly were wrong for me to date. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be interesting to see how this goes. Yeah, and and I feel like I had because I was a serial dater, and you know this. Yes. I I never had a season before being. Before the time that I was single, right before this relationship I'm in now, I was never really single. I would always go from one relationship to another, whether that was committed or not committed. I was I was just always dating somebody. And that was very difficult and very, very complicated. Yes. But at the same time, I kind of... It worked out. Because when I became single and then I got into a relationship, I was like, I know exactly what I want and don't want in a yes. relationship. So I know how to pick the right one. So... In this day and age of just so many people that you meet in the clubs, at work, in school, how do you know online? Yes. Mm -hmm. How do you know, Aaron? What would be your advice for people? Um, It's such a loaded question. I know. Well, I'm going to give you like 30 minutes to talk about it. (laughs) How do you let somebody in? Ah. And not even date them. How do you let somebody in? Like, how do you become friends with them, get to know them? How do you do that? Okay, I first off, I think that. The, the first thing that will always come to mind is how desperate you are. I know, I know it sounds, so bad. I know it sounds really bad. But as somebody that has been single for a very long time, whether it was in an almost relationship, a non-relationship, with absolutely texting no one, which has gone, which went on for like a year. Yeah. You knew that. That was like not even texting anyone. Um, it really depends on how much you're willing to go through to be able to get that right person. 
Okay, so for instance, um, I have a friend who absolutely despised the thought of online dating. Um, she, she would say like, oh no, I mean, that, there's just so many creeps there yeah. and this three, four months go by and I'm like, oh, so how's the dating going? She's like, oh my God, I'm on Bumble. And I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, I saw you on Bumble. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. nothing wrong with being on Bumble. No, nothing wrong with being on Bumble and Tinder. I, Again, yeah. like I'm saying, it, it really, it really depends on how desperate you are. When you're fresh out of a relationship, you're not going to be like, ah, no, you know, let's go straight to the clubs and like meet whoever you want. That's not how a girl does it. How a guy does it is very different. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, again, first thing is how much do you need a companion? Yeah. Desperate, it might be a, a bad way to put it. Mm. But how much do you need a companion? So, I understand what you're saying because when I became single, I started going to different groups yes. to meet new people. Yes. Which so you would never do before. I'd never do that. I don't like opening myself up mm. to random strangers. But... Because I, I wanted to meet new people and I really, I, I didn't think of it as I wanted the companion, but I just needed someone to focus on, mm-hmm. like to have a crush on yes. so I can kind of move on from the relationship that I had. Yes. So for me, obviously, it was very different because I started doing my church groups. I started doing like my, my sports groups, Kenyan. But when I was in the States, I also downloaded Bumble and Tinder. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I didn't have the courage to meet up with anyone, but I just needed the assurance that I was interesting enough for yes. people to hit, hit on. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's it's because you were, you were, your face is so funny. It's like, <laughs> did I just say that? Like, yeah, did I just, I, uh, no, but it's true because I feel like you have to be honest with yourself. Of course. As Aaron said, how much do you want it? How, how much, much yeah. do you want to date someone? If you really want it, then you go and get it. Like yes. you really you really open yourself up there. You're not really hoping to meet the yes. one. You're just opening yourself up to meet new people. Okay, so a a, a funny thing with uh, with online dating. For those that have been messaging me, they're like, Oh my god, is that really you on Bumble? Like, yes, okay, <laughs> that really is me, okay. Um, okay. And so one of my friends, she sat me down. She's like, why are you on Bumble? Like, what what are you doing there? Are you are you there to have fun and meet people and then, like, eventually lead to something? Or are you there looking for someone? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I'm there to have conversations so that the time, if the time comes that I need to have a conversation in real life, I'm not that rusty. Ah, so pinagpa-practice mo lang yung mga namin no, sa No, I mean, it, even, when they, even when they message me and stuff, like, oh, why are you here? It's like, oh, I'm just really here because I like having conversations. And you know this, yeah. I really do enjoy having conversations. And the great thing about Bumble is that the girls message first. Exactly. Maybe the, the question might be a little bit more uh, direct. Like, if it's picking the right person, let's say that there's like two or three or four guys or girls that you're willing to choose from. How did you, because I mean... For instance, with you, you were, let's be honest, you were never short on suitors. How did it, how did it go from choosing from all of them or none of them to one of them? Um, I just picked the most persistent one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that put up with my shit the most. Like. Yes. It's true. Uh-huh. No, but ladies and gents, listen up. It's important to... Okay, there's a certain level of persistence that's not creepy. 
Okay. Because there's a level of persistence that's just plain out creepy, mm-hmm. where you know, like, where the person is saying, I'm really not interested in you, I'm never gonna date you. In what universe, honey? Honestly, mm-hmm. in what universe? But there's also the persistence wherein this person that you're trying to pursue or date is just busy and you just, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, you just kind of like go uh-huh. in every so often, tap base, and then yeah. just wait for the other person to respond. Um, and I picked out Wancho. Apart from the fact that I really got to know him and our values matched, our family values matched, our faith matched, everything else matched, our work matched, the most important thing that I really found in Wancho was his persistence. He was willing to really pursue me. He always tried to make a way to spend time, to make me feel special. And I feel like in the beginning of a relationship, anyone can show you the good parts mm-hmm. of who they are. But when you show them the bad parts of who they are and they still stick around, mm-hmm. that's when you know it's for keeps. Okay. See, now, uh, for everyone that has watched uh, How I Met Your Mother before, they know, you know the, the hot crazy scale for girls. Oh, okay. the hotter they are, the crazier they no, are? No, the hotter they are, the crazier they can be. Like, they're ah. allowed to be. So there's like a, a middle line there where like yeah. if you're a... If you're a, a nine hot, you could be a nine crazy and get away with it. Mm. For guys, this is something that I've been working on. I don't remember if I've told this on my on the radio show before, but there's the cute creep scale. Okay. Okay. So, a guy, a guy walks up to you in the club, or walks up to you at a coffee shop. Hey, how are you doing? How are you here, Joy Spring? Nice to meet mm. you. He's not cute, or you don't think he's cute. Mm-hmm. He's automatically a creep. Yes, this is true. But if he's cute, kinikilig ka na. Yeah. So yeah. that's where a lot of us medium-looking guys, <laughs> like, we're stuck. We don't know where we fall on the cute crazy, on, on the cute creep scale. Yeah. Because that's what becomes very, very dangerous for us. And if we go too, if we go too aggressive, that's when we become a creep. But if we don't go aggressive enough, we're not cute enough. To like make up for the, it's very yeah, difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very, is is there a way to go around that? Is it no. like because some people go through the friend route? Yeah, they'll try the best friend route. Yeah, where yeah. you become close with the best friend and then to get to the girl, right? Does that work? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound like it would. It doesn't happen. Doesn't work all the time because sometimes the best friend. Thinks that you're going for them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then that's when other people get hurt, and then the girl's gonna see that you're getting close to the best friend, and then she's like, oh my god, you guys are so baga, and you're like, this is so difficult. It's like manipulation, nation. Wait, so, okay, so how do you pick it out? How do you pick it out? So we talked about meeting new people, uh-huh. right? So it's either how desperate you are. How much do you want to meet a new person? Yes. How much do you want to be in a relationship? I would also say, though, that if nobody is making a move on you or nobody that you're making a move on is responding, the only thing that that's left to do is to really pump yourself up and be the hottest version oh, of you. Oh, definitely. Want. That's how you beat the cute creep scale. Yes, that's how you beat it. If you can be super successful or super good looking or super healthy, you know, like, you're just so focused on bettering who you are, people are just going to be attracted to you. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, again, this is not necessarily like, oh, like, if no one's going for me, there's something, you know, maybe I need to lose weight or something. 
No, sometimes it really is just confidence. Yep. It's the it's the aura. It's the that aura that you that you give off to the world. I yeah. mean, if you're there and you're like, oh, nobody likes me, then nobody's really gonna like you. Exactly. I mean, that's something that that comes that comes across. The world will reap whatever energy you put into it. Law of attraction. If nobody is paying attention to you, it's probably because you're not paying enough attention to yourself. Oh yeah. That's very very important. So when you are stuck in this place of I don't even need to choose who to date because no, there's absolutely no options for me. It's probably because you haven't been spending a lot of time with yourself to improve mm-hmm. on yourself, whether that's reading enough books, watching the right kind of documentaries or movies, and going out with mm-hmm. your friends, eating healthily, you're taking care of your body. But so now that that's that, right? Mm-hmm. You, you've got it already. And then you have... Ito naman yung medyo mahirap. Okay. You've got a roster of people. And this has happened to the both of us mm-hmm. where we're dating multiple people yes. at the same time. Yes. And by dating, we mean we just randomly go out with them. You go out for coffee or movie dates. Yes. And then you come into a point where I all equally am attracted to them. Ooh. I am all equally... I equally all like them. And they are all equally qualified to be someone that I'm dating okay. for the long term. But I feel like, this, and maybe this is like after a month or two uh-huh. of randomly dating, you know, multiple people, but I feel like I need to pick out someone because I am not a polygamist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to go that route. Honestly, the main reason why I usually, I, I mean, I know, I, I, like it, sound, it might sound kind of bad, but... The main reason why I would, when it's happened to me that I'm I'm seeing multiple people, is I get really tired. I my brain cannot handle texting two people, two mm-hmm. three people at the same time. I'm yeah. I mean I have a hard time just talking to myself in my head, and then I have to talk to other people, so it, it gets rough. So I I think that what I always do is like okay, let's just narrow it down and let's pick which one that we're gonna try it with. Yeah. Okay. So how? <laughs> what are your standards? No standards. It's like usually they leave before it gets to this point. <laughs> Ladies, please. I'm telling you, uh, from the best friend's perspective, Aaron is an absolutely amazing human being. Yeah. He will not hurt you. I, I know you've heard know. some news. They're not. You've heard some news. <laughs> They ain't true, ladies. Yeah. They ain't true. Some of them are. I mean, I'm not gonna wash my hands. Some of them are, but you know. Um, how do I choose? I well. Of recent, I've been choosing wrong, so... Um, Is it, um... I think I'd make the most... The cutest babies with this one. No, maybe. Um, no, I... Because I always felt that... Uh, and and, and I, I think you would agree with me that I always felt that... Like, I do have a... a like, I'm very, very attracted to a, a lot of, of women physically yeah but when it comes to mentally attracted to someone that's the make or break for me when i'm dating someone yeah because the beauty and the smile and all of that the hair and and the way that they dress it's all that can all go mm-hmm. that can all fade but if you can have a, a strong conversation with someone not even looking at them just looking up into the sky and you know enjoying each other's presence and just having great conversations stacked on stacked on topics and all of that that's where I'm like okay I'm more mm-hmm. drawn to that person okay 
That's a sapiosexual, right? That's yes, what they call the, it. Yes, I, I think that's yeah. what they call so it. You, you that's what I see on all of the Bumble like <laughs> yeah. descriptions. Oh, the such bio. a sapiosexual. Yeah, exactly, because you're attracted um, to the mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess what Erin is trying to say also is it depends on your criteria for your partner. Yeah. And I would add, maybe you should pick the person that has the same goals as you. That's very important. So by the same goals, I don't just mean your career moves or where you want to live, the kind of friends that you have or the lifestyles that you have. Yeah, all of those. Yes, of course. But what's the end goal of the relationship itself? Mm -hmm. If you, you, your end goal is to get married and have a family and this person that you're with is not yet there, and then all of a sudden you have to adjust yourself and say, well, maybe this person will be there in the future. I don't. I I think you should start the relationship with that kind of conversation. Talk what? Familiar. What? <laughs> it's familiar. It's familiar. No, but it's true. It's true. Because we've had so many relationships yes. wherein we want a family, yes. we want to get married, and then we get with someone who doesn't want a family and doesn't want to get married just yet. Yeah. You stick around for a couple of years, and they're just like, "Well, I'll get there someday." Yeah. And then they never get there. That's why timing is such an important thing in a relationship. Exactly. So I would suggest that you guys have the same goals. Apart from that, you have to have the same values. Mm. Everything else will fade. You lifestyle changes if that person loves to drink and you don't. But you know they're willing to adjust to you. You're both willing to adjust to each other. Those those things can be changed, but values mm -hmm. and the things that you believe in. Those will never change. What do you think about people that are like when they say, Oh, I love him because he's such an opposite of who I am? I think that's character. Naman kasi. Okay. Values is very different from yes, characters. You, you can have, or, or personality. Mm -hmm. I would say personality. You can have polar opposites of personality, but then have the same values. Yes. Like the same things, mm -hmm. right? Or. Or, for example, me and Wancho, we don't like the same things. We we just have the same sense of humor. We have the same values. We're very different personalities. But it works. Mm -hmm. It really works. Sometimes it works that way. Other times it works the other way. Um, so it really depends uh, what kind of... I guess you have to know yourself enough talaga before mm -hmm. going into a relationship. Because if you don't know yourself enough, then you wouldn't be able to tell whether you can adjust to that personality or if you need somebody who's actually more like you. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if I ever did this on, on the podcast before, but the, the difference between similar and familiar. Yeah, you did yeah, say this. I, I, for those who haven't... Yeah, for those that don't know, I always think that you should date somebody that is familiar and not similar to the, to the things that you like. Because uh, I, I explained this further in one of the previous podcasts, but... Uh, I always felt that if it's similar, after a while, you you kind of stop learning from the from your partner. When it's yeah. familiar, you're you're comfortable in it and you're willing to learn. And like for instance, if both of you guys like movies, but the other one doesn't like comedies, so you're like, oh no no, no like I'll show you like f comedies that are really good, yeah. and that's when you learn. And that's how I like to choose. Um, the person that I date because mm. if it's too much alike if we're both like oh we both like basketball and we both like blah 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 okay now what you know there's it's, yeah. it gets it reaches like a, a dead end and there's mm. no more growth and that's the worst part about it I think that also relates to what you were saying earlier where um, you focus most on your on being mentally stimulated mm -hmm. right and I think that's because you have to be with someone that constantly challenges the way that you think mm -hmm. and that's someone that you constantly learn from. Yes. Um, because, as Aaron mentioned earlier, everything else about this person 
will change. Everything else about this person becomes all of a sudden uninteresting to you because when you know something and someone so much, oh, right, it becomes predictable. Yes. But if this person is somebody that you're mentally attracted to or that you mentally jive with, there's always a chance for you to learn from each other or to even just talk about random things. Yeah. Right? And that's when you don't run out of conversations. I mean, everybody has had that type of night where you've had an incredible conversation. It's like, oh my God, I want this to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what you should be looking for. That's right. Instead of like going up to your friends like, oh my God, I met this really cute guy. And then the yeah. conversation ends there. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, oh my God, if we had grabbing usapan namin as in from 9 p.m. until 3 o'clock na umaga, hindi kami tumigil mag-usap. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. But I would add also to... You know, find someone that you're attracted oh, to. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, that's the first attraction. Mm-hmm. Be- no, but I think when I became a Christian, a lot of people, I, I would always ask, I-, I would read about this. And because, you know, in 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 the Christian life, people would always say that you pair up with someone that you know will bring you closer to God that will make you better. Mm-hmm. And then the question would always come up, do I get with someone who's like that, but I'm not attracted to? Mm-hmm. Because in the future, everybody gets saggy yes and old saggy and old and right most, and, yeah. and you know no longer cute so if you look at it in the long term what really matters is values mental yes. stimulation and all of these important things that do not necessarily connote being attracted yes. physically yes. to someone so I was listening to a podcast and he said that you know it's really also important that you're attracted to the person that you're gonna be with Definitely. because even if your values match a lot um, and and all of these things, character, whatever, but you're not physically attracted to them, it's going to be so painful for you to go on dates and then bring this person to gatherings. And you're not, you know, sometimes you're not proud to bring someone, yeah. right? I, it happened to me where I dated someone who was just as tall as me. Mm-hmm. And I dreaded the time when I had to bring him to events because <laughs> I couldn't wear high heels. <laughs> And I kept buying low heels just to accommodate this height. And I'm not a short girl, so it's it's a very it was a very tumultuous time for me. Mm, yeah. That tumultuous word is bigger than him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's longer than his legs. Oh, that's so that you know, sucks. and then I just realized that you know, you don't have to settle. No, Honestly, that's no, no, that's no. what you that's maybe that's a takeaway that we're trying yeah, to say yeah. here. You don't need to settle. No, and Again, it goes back to the original thought with the Netflix, you know, syndrome. Um, it's so hard to settle for whichever show you're gonna go with, yeah. and I think that that's how how it is. People don't want to settle; they feel like they don't need to settle because they're worth it, though they're right to some extent. You know, it, it's such a dating is is dating before used to be, you know, just a joust between you and another person. Now yeah. it's a joust between you. The other person, their head, your head, trying to get all of that together. And then everyone trying to get in the same page and then be like, all right, we are now officially dating. Yeah. And and then it's it's so difficult. That's why I'm like... Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta make the jump though. Yeah, you yeah. really do. You just have to try, I think. I think, yeah, that's what I, my, my piece of advice would be to anyone that's listening to this, like, what do I do to start dating the right person? You have to find the right person. And the only way to do that is to dig through the different layers that other people have. Mm-hmm. And if there's layers that you don't like, call it quits, move on to the next one. I mean, it's the way that it is. 
and that's what's happened to me. I've been kicked to the curb. I've kicked to the curb as well. I mean, I'm not going to wash my hands and say that I haven't done that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's what dating is. And it's so much easier now with, like, social media and all that. Would you suggest, though, that people stay single and not even date unless they find someone that they're kind of like, yeah, 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 he ticks my boxes? Or should they go and, what's a casually date? And by casually date, we're not advising you to go out and have sex with yes, people no. and, you know, just date them randomly and yeah. then disappear. That's a no-no. Please don't do that. Yes. It's a horrible thing to do. Um, but by casually date, I mean, just get to know these people. Yeah. I mean, that, that's So what really... would you suggest? It's the stay single and just be with friends and then if it falls on your lap, then it falls on your lap. Or is it the go ahead and casually date others? First of all, don't date anyone unless you have fixed yourself. Good advice. That is my biggest advice. Do not try and get into a relationship with somebody hoping that that person will fix you. That is not what you're looking for. Yeah. My Go to your mom. My dad always... My dad was didn't really do a lot of good things for me, but he left me with good advice. And one of them was, don't be with somebody that makes you whole. Be with somebody that makes you a whole lot better. Mm. That's what you're looking for. I've said that many times, and I will say that every single time. That is what you're looking for. Next... If you're going to date someone and you're like, oh my God, I really want to date this person, blah, blah, blah. Don't put any pressure on yourself. Yeah. Because that's when you start making excuses for things that they do. If they're mean to service or something, you're like, oh, no, no, no. He's just like that. You know, he's fine. He's a really nice guy. That means that you're making an excuse for it. Okay. Go into it. And if you're something that you don't like, just be like, okay, this is a, this is a problem here. Just... You know, try and figure out who these people are. And if there's some things that you don't like, take it off. If there's yeah. some things that you do, keep that there. If there's too many things you don't like for the things that you do, then move on. Mm-hmm. That person will find someone else and so will you. Yeah, that's tough. You know what? I would also suggest uh, don't date anyone whose family hates you. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it's just too much trouble. Yeah, It's just too much trouble. If this person that you're dating... The family just hates you. The friends hate you. Has that happened to you? No, it's never happened to me. But I, it, it's happened to a lot of my friends. Has uh, it <clears> happened <throat> to me? Well. Because, and especially, you know, when somebody's willing to go through that kind of trouble, they're there for the long term. They're there for the, you know. The, the long haul. The yeah. long haul. Um, and what I usually find is that when these friends of mine actually eventually get married, it just sucks. Because they can't even see the family or the the family makes the guy choose between the girlfriend or the family or the or you have to lose your group of friends, your friends from grade school uh, because yeah. they hate this girl. And honestly, your family and your friends probably hate this person for a reason. Yes. As in yung hate that, hindi naman dislike. Because dislike will eventually change it. Do you think you could date somebody that doesn't jive with your friends though? Me personally. I don't think, I don't think I could. No, but a lot of people do that. I can't do that. Like, I mean, watch his past relationships. Uh-huh. He, he would tell me about his past relationships and he would tell me that I used to date some girls who my family didn't like, my friends didn't like, uh-huh. and vice versa. Yeah. You know, the, the family didn't like him. And I've seen that not just in him, but in so many other people, especially in the Philippines, where everyone is so close-knit. Yeah, very cliquish. Yeah. Yeah, so I would suggest don't date anybody whose family and friends hate you. 
hate is very different from dislike. Dislike eventually changes and maybe you it's just preference, yeah. Yeah. It's preference, it's just a season in their lives, they're just being overly protective. But when they hate you to the guts, wala na. Wala yun. Wala na. Yun. Oh, pass na yun. Pass na yun. Hard pass na yun. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Alright. So, there, yeah, I mean, there are, of course, a lot of other things that, that you know, need to be discussed, like what are the red flags and all that. But I think that that's, that's very personal. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different red flags for a lot of people. Like, for some people, a red flag would be maybe uh, legit, legit. I've heard she doesn't have enough Instagram followers. I've literally heard that. I've literally heard that. But there's a research that actually says uh, pe- social media now is a gauge for people to trust other people. Yes. So when you don't have a social media account or you have like maybe 12 followers on your social mm-hmm. media account, people don't trust you because they think you're a creep. Like who doesn't have one at least... 20 friends. 20 friends, right? So. Interesting. Okay, here's something. Um, uh, my last point, I guess, before we wrap this up. Yes, date someone that um, that you're attracted to. Date somebody that, that you're mentally attracted to. But also date someone that you can be silly with. Mm-hmm. Date somebody that can make you laugh like you've never laughed before. And date someone that doesn't feel like it's a job or a chore or anything like that. It needs to be as simple, as easy, and as organic as it can be. Because if it isn't, a relationship works when you're not working. Yeah. That's pretty good. Gotcha. That's pretty good. And also, lastly, don't feel the pressure to date anyone. Yes. More than anything. I think the question, who's the right person to date, is coming from a place of, I really want to date someone. How do I pick one? Yes. Um, but if you are in a place of your life where it's just not working out, you're just not meeting the right person, and you're just better off alone then be alone. That is why we have family and friends and this podcast to yes. listen to. So there's other episodes of Adulting <laughs> with Joy Spring here on Spotify and on your uh, podcast apps. <laughs> Make sure you listen to all of them. The, the previous episode was her uh, in, indulging in a Q&A with Instagram. <laughs> Am I doing this correct? Yes, you are doing it correct. Nice. And also don't forget to follow at Air the Tide on Instagram, Twitter, yes. and everywhere else in between. Where can they find you? Where can they watch you? Uh, please make sure you guys uh, check out SportsCenter Philippines every night on uh, ESPN5. I handle the show there. And uh, we got a lot of other things cooking up. We'll see what we're gonna what we're going to be able to be doing. But we'll see you guys there. Can somebody please tweet Aaron to make a sports podcast already? Or like a gaming We're podcast? We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Ugh. It's I already got the name and everything. It's just... Ugh. You're just going to... You know... Patent that shit. Just got to... Get all the, the aspects out. But we're going to do it. All got right. you. All right. Well, this has been the 15th episode of Adult Home oh, Joy Spring. Episodes. Yeah. We hope you guys learned something. And we hope that we answered your questions. And let us know if you have any new topics. Yeah. Send us those at Adulting with... Hashtag, rather. Adulting with Joy... I'll do that again. Hashtag Adulting with Joy Spring. You can tag me also at Joy Spring. And also, we'll be doing show notes and um, transcript. What's that term? Transcription. Yeah. I was correct. <laughs> On my website. Very soon. Someone's going to transcribe this? Yeah. Oh my God, you pay somebody to transcribe this? Hopefully oh, so, but it does it for free. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.